0: April 14th, the 104th day of 2020. There are 261 days left in the year. This is Maundy Thursday. Good morning, MB, guiding you through In the Know at K105 on Litchfield's Country Station, 103.9 The Moose, live online at K105.com, via the Apple and Android smartphone app using the SoundCloud or iTunes podcast, on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter, and the hashtag is In the Know coming up today. We'll update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. Look back on a windy and stormy uh, Wednesday evening. We'll tell you about that. Plus, we are going to have a visit from Chris Jesse from the Kentucky Transportation Cabinet. We're talking uh, workplace and highway safety. That and a whole lot more coming up today. Here on in the no Settling into my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire. The bomb is my beautiful wife. The beautiful girl. It's B. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How are you doing? I'm okay.
1: How are
0: you? Um, Do you want me to just address it? It's bothering you. Do you want me to get it out of the way? Sure, yes. Okay, so you had a makeup mishap on your shirt this morning. So on your right sleeve, you've got... Is that foundation or something?
1: It is. So... On the new bottles, they're squirt bottle, and yeah. like w- the first few pumps, uh-huh. they will get away from you. Okay. So I was busy talking to Mackenzie, squirted it, and up my arm it and went. So but it's, yes, it's bothering
0: me. I, well, I can tell, and yes. it's been bothering you since you walked so, in the studio. Yes. So now I'm just thought, gonna. Now that it's out there, yes. you've owned it. Okay. You say there it is, and no one yes. will pay any attention okay. to it. And it's too Thank late you. for a wardrobe. No, yeah. You are so. the only. I think you're the only person in the family who has her name, his or her name, on their Easter basket. Is that fair to say?
1: Um, well, Aleah.
0: Aleah does have her name yes. on hers. That's right. She has her full name, and you have your nickname on yours. Right. Uh, but you, we like Easter baskets. You've yes. got a very pretty Easter basket. I do. And so Thank the you. significance of the Easter basket is symbolic. The Easter basket represents a bird's nest. Okay. And this time of year, of course, new life. There are lots of robins on nests right now. And so, especially when filled to the brim with eggs, the Easter basket is supposed to be representative of a bird's nest. Does that make oh, sense? It does. That's yeah. Pretty so, cool. so you get a lot of birds sitting on uh, nests this time of year, especially. I, I have not knocked down a single bird's nest this year. You'd be happy to happy to know. I've
1: not checked the magnolia tree.
0: So over there is the five-time winner of the coveted Ohio News Anchor Award. He's the two-time Silver Sal nominee, covering every corner of the globe, London. Singapore, Budapest, Rio, Tokyo, and even Clarkson. He's Sam Gormley and the Sparks. Morning, Sam.
2: Morning, Ralph.
0: How you doing? Good. How are you? Not too bad. It's been a really uh, interesting week and a half. You know, I know you're following along in this saga, this power play that Elon Musk and I are making. It's, uh, yeah.
2: It, is he going to be able to buy your share?
0: Well... That's kind of what I wanted to ask you about. Um, the latest news. 54,
2: 50, I think is what he said he was going to buy them for.
0: He, the latest when they were trading at 42 or 43 um, earlier in the week. So he wants to buy all of Twitter and take it private. So could it be, though, if I'm the lone holdout, could it be Elon and I running all of Twitter? <laughs> I th- I mean, I don't see why it couldn't. So
2: are you the VP then?
0: Well, I'd, I'd have to be. I can't be the P. Right. I mean, he's buying all of it except for my uh-huh, single uh-huh,
2: uh-huh. share. But, well, would you buy a couple of his shares
0: just to make sure that you have more than one? Well, not at $53. No. Uh-huh. I mean, th- two or three more isn't going to make a bit of difference. Mm-hmm. If I can't have one more than him, it's all the same. Mm-hmm. So, but I'm just saying, so I've got, he's got all the shares except for my one. Doesn't he have to let me in? Doesn't he have to consult me on all decisions? I, I mean, even though yeah. he can outvote me. At the annual shareholders meeting, it'll just me be me and Elon Musk flying into space and having a conversation about Twitter. I think that would be a wonderful experience. With Jeff Bezos. He's not a Twitter shareholder. We might but, stop by the but Amazon if, place. If you're
2: falling into, if you're flying into space,
0: doesn't he need to be on it? SpaceX? Uh, no, he's Blue Origin. We're over here. We're SpaceX. Oh, is X that, is that up. different? Yeah, oh. we can't Blue Origin or Virgin Galactic it. We're over here. We're on William Shatner. We're that's who We're, you need, team, right? we're t- that. He's a Bezos guy. I'm. A, I'm no. a Elon Musk guy. Uh, spent plenty of money with Jeff Bezos, but that's where I draw the line. <laughs> hey, sunny and pleasant today. It's going to be a beautiful Thursday, and I think maybe the the. The uh, significant rain is out of the way for a few days, and we've earned it after uh, last evening. Well, it was pretty sunny earlier today. Kind of clouds moved out from uh, the first the north and then through the south, and it's become pretty clear. Uh, Clouds will increase tomorrow, though. Temperatures warm to near 70. Most of the daytime hours look dry. We might see some very scattered showers or areas of drizzle tomorrow evening into Saturday morning. Uh, Rain chances and clouds overhead. Lows will only fall into the 40s in most locations tomorrow night. The holiday weekend features partly sunny skies Saturday, highs in the 60s. Easter Sunday continues to look cooler with some clouds overhead and a shower chance later in the day. But um, better than it's looked for the majority of this week. So Sunday, 57 could be the high. Certainly could be far worse. And then Flight chance of rain, too. I I guess the good news is, is that I'm not seeing... If you just look at next week, mm-hmm. you're seeing at least 60s or high 50s or higher. There's nothing mm-hmm. goes, today's high is going to be 49. I mean, the first 10-day look
2: at thunder, too. That's really good weather for that.
0: Yep, not too bad. Uh, severe thunderstorm, of course, moved through our area last evening. And I guess I, I've not heard the official confirmation of any tornadic the National Weather Service is going to be checking today. Yeah, they're going to they're going to check. There's not been any confirmation of them again. Just because you have storm damage or you you know roofs, porches, uh, swing sets, etc., d- that doesn't mean that it was tornadic. But there was obviously some rotation, and there was one you know one point in time last night. And if you're watching on the screen, you see two lines in Grayson County when those two those two polygons were kind of overlapped. And in the Caneyville community, and just south of Caneyville, were within both of those boxes, which meant two different sets of rotation that they thought could potentially, um, you know, have some have some significant impact. And you know, there were trees down, there were uh, power outages, no injuries that I'm aware of, but I think it was a blessing that things moved through at the hour that they did because by about seven thirty Central Time, basically before dark. Things were kind of back to normal. I uh, did talk to Judge Executive uh, Henderson last night, and they had a uh, big tree on uh, some of their property there in the Anetta community. So he was like a lot of other Grayson counties, a lot of fire departments and rescue people were busy and clearing roadways. And so um, I thought that uh, in our home, I don't know how many times we've gone to a safe place in our mm-hmm. home, but we did that last evening. Um, well, we were adjacent to it. We were ready to go, okay, if the wind really picks up because of the trajectory, we live in the Aneta community as well. And when the that line went south of Caneyville, said, okay, it's making a line toward Aneta, Meredith, Peonia, off toward Wax. It's like, okay, well, that's, we're directly in the path of that, so let's be prepared. And we we did that and kind of kept an eye on things and never really – Picked. I mean, it had a lot of wind, but it never. And a lot of a lot of five
2: minutes at my house where it was like it was whipping. Mm -hmm. Like you you could hear it, and uh, just some sticks down in in my area. But
0: I was I was really impressed. uh, 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 Not like impressed in a positive way or in admiration way. It impressed upon me when I was seeing some of the aerial coverage of Louisville today this morning. How in the middle of a subdivision, one single house. Mm Can have such major destruction to where a, a upper story is flattened, and you can see into the bedrooms. And but then the houses on either side in a tight neighborhood where the the homes aren't forty feet apart anyway. It's just weird how the wind can catch one and tear it apart. And so that happens out here in the you know the more rural parts as well. But again, as I told you this time yesterday, you know everybody is on edge after what happened in the month of December in our state. And when you see things, uh-oh, Mayfield and western Kentucky, and it just it raises everybody's sense and, and creates an edginess. And luckily, last night, it wasn't any worse than it was. But you can read all of the various areas in the community that we're aware of that had damage. You can see that story at K105.com. And I saw... We had some photography of it just a few minutes ago. Uh, We'll backtrack just a little bit more to a national level real quick. uh, President Biden approved an $800 million in new military assistance for Ukraine. I think they got a bunch more of those. They got another shipment of those Javelin missiles that have proved to be very successful and impactful for Ukrainians. So I think that's part of the package. But uh, $800 million. You know, as I always say, eight hundred million here, eight hundred million there. Eventually, you're talking some real money. Uh, close to home, uh, this headline might catch your interest at K105.com. And so proud to report it: the ECTC, Elizabethtown Community and Technical College, is recognizing the executive director and uh, our dear friend of the Grayson County Alliance for her exemplary work in and outside the community with their annual profiles of excellent celebration colonel debbie childress do we have to salute when you salute. say that even though I, she's not here i saluted in my mind i'm holding something with my right mm-hmm. hand so i couldn't salute i'll catch her next time well now. here I, here
2: there you go i I'll just ca- saluted twice i'll, I'll catch her twice you.
0: next time that's it's also how i do stop signs If I don't stop, I say, I'll stop twice next time. So I'll do, I'll salute twice next time. Is is Uh, that that okay? Yeah, it's fine. Okay. Uh, The sheriff said it was fine. Okay. Debbie Childress will be recognized and celebrated via a series of videos posted on ECTC's social media pages during April and May. I think uh, the premiere video, I'm not sure if she's in the premiere video, but the premiere video will be posted on Monday. It's their 16th year of doing it. A very regional approach and happy for her to be spotlighted and obviously. Not only is she a neighbor, she's a dear friend. She's Extremely a, well-deserved. She's yes. a super supporter. Love her. She is kind. She is thoughtful. She, you know, she shows up with V8. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> and a Dr. Pepper.
0: I don't care about the Dr. Pepper. She shows up with a V8, so she's a winner in my book. No, in all seriousness, she deserves uh, every accolade that she receives, and and, uh, and and we love her. Proud to proud to call her a neighbor and a friend. Big announcement yesterday in Bowling Green. Governor Pashir says we are now the official uh, electric car battery capital of the world. No, no, I I don't hear anybody else saying no, you're not. So mm-hmm. I will I, I will take we'll that at, at face value. And if we're not, we'll probably will be. But two thousand jobs and a two billion dollar investment coming through a Japanese electric vehicle battery firm. It's a gigafactory, and the products will be made for multiple auto manufacturers globally. This will be going at... uh, They made the announcement in Frankfurt. The facility will be in the Trans Park in uh, eastern Warren County, which is an area that has completely changed its look since the tornadoes in early December. I mean, there were a couple of warehouses that they've just removed and mm-hmm. there's a concrete pad there just waiting to see what's going to happen next but it's we use that area a lot since they built that new interchange through there that's the fastest way for us to get south is you know the quickest you can get there and go you can you can be gone so we travel through that area a lot and i think these are the these are some of the fruits that when that transpark was built out there these are the fruits that they had in mind and it's a big get for Not just Bowling Green, but South Central Kentucky. Now, we celebrate these types of things. And on the heels of 5,000 electric vehicle battery jobs in southern Hardin County over the next couple of years, that's going to have a five, six county impact. You drop 2,000 more jobs in eastern Warren County. So basically um, just adjacent to Edmondson County. So you take those 7,000 jobs, and what does that mean for other employers, right? Mm-hmm. So so what I'm saying is in other communities like Hart, Grayson, Edmondson, uh, even Simpson, Allen, Barron, Allen... All these counties that use like E-Town yeah. and Bowling Green as destinations where you get a lot of people traveling back and forth, I don't know. I've not had any conversations, but are there people in manufacturing plants in communities, including ours and like ours, that are going, oh, gosh. I mean, we already have a labor issue, and if these jobs come in at higher wages, and I, I would also think it's it, it's a little bit like a new school. Everybody wants to go to the new school. Mm -hmm. does everybody want to go to work at the new place, you know, because Mm -hmm. it's shiny and it's new and it's exciting and they've got good recruiting tools and they don't have bad reputations or they don't have a group of people they've alienated or like, I don't know. So I, I, I being the optimist, I like to look and go, what's Let's look at the upside of all this. But then I also want to caution self and go, well, is there a hidden pitfall to some of this that others will be dealing with, and I don't.
1: Well, and it also goes a little bit back to the story that we talked about yesterday um, with housing, uh, land, and people moving into the more rural areas because, you know, it's like Edmondson County that is so close that you're going to see an influx of people that move to some of those areas that are closer Like Oakland, or Mm -hmm. I think you're going to see an increase in that as well.
0: Absolutely. And to your point, you know, Calibiot has already become a bedroom community of Bowling Green. Mm -hmm. Because primarily, by the way, because there's no planning. like There's no planning and zoning in southern Edmondson County. And so rather than dealing Thought with the you're restrictions, there's of, no
2: planning at all. At Edmonton, no, that they, they plan. Just go they say,
0: I plan today to go here and I plan today. No, But from a from a managed growth standpoint, there's no planning in southern Edmonton County. So builders and developers, they just retreat mm-hmm. and go, hey, we'll just sit here across the line, do whatever we want to do. We'll do density. We'll do mixed use. Yeah. We'll do like all that stuff. And you can see it happening. Yeah. And if the park weren't over here, if the national park weren't over here saying we got all this mm-hmm. land, they'd be eating that up, too. And so and it, it's
1: hard for me to look at that, especially because, of, you know, I'm from there and right. I lived in Clevee for so long. You know, every time I go through, it seems like there's something new going up and I'm just like, oh. but, you know, you have to
0: have, yeah. to have housing. Yeah. So, got, to, got to roll with the changes you know. and that it happened, by the way, in case you're not you don't know a lot about it. It happened on the other side of Warren County over the previous decade. And now it's like going to this. happen on this end of Warren like County, South Warren area. Yeah, the mm-hmm. South Warren area on out to people ran to Logan County, so mm-hmm. they could go see they could go I'm, to Auburn and those mm-hmm. areas and get across the line. And not I'm have fascinated to, deal with to know you know that Hardin County has
2: already had some minor discussions about will we have to build a new high school mm-hmm. in that area. Now I'm fascinated. will Warren County have to build another one.
0: Yeah, and if <laughs> will the easternmost high school in Warren County have to be called East? They'll change like, Greenwood to Warren East. <laughs> Why I'm not. No, no, I mean they'll have to change Warren East to Warren North East. <laughs> yeah, or not. maybe it could be. It, it could also just be South South Edmondson. <laughs> you know, it, it's almost. In. Well, it does make you wonder though. How much population shift does there have to be into Edmondson County before See? it has a, a an educational impact on them? Yes. Yes. Oh, rolling with the changes. Uh, veto overrides in Frankfurt yesterday. They had a marathon session in Frankfurt, finishing up their 59th, and I think today is day 60, or I don't think last night was 60.
2: No, they still have another day.
0: Yeah, they got today. They did have to suspend. Uh, I saw Renee Shaw tweet that they uh, gaveled out of session for a few minutes and went downstairs in the state capitol while the storm I moved through. Joy
2: Sanka tweeted the factoid that Robert Stivers was giving facts about himself and said that when he gets behind the. Uh, the, what's the booth or the podium? Yeah. He always takes his shoes off. That's what Joe Sonka he does. That's hmm. his his go-to move.
0: You're following Joe Sonka? Yeah. Okay. We need to talk after the show. Oh, got a good reporter. A, we got to get to it right. Chris Jesse is here. Going to have some fun. Talk about why safety on our highways is important. Work zone safety awareness. We'll tell you about that coming up here on the Know. In the Know.
2: <laughs> <laughs> They all started looking real suspicious at him, and he jumped up and said, Now just wait a minute, Jim, you know he's lying. I've been living here all of my life.
0: Today is Dolphin Day, so uh, flipper to you. It's also National Pecan Day today. Pecan, pecan, uh, was it just, I was going to ask you whether it's pecan or pecan, and I should have known. Uh, Chris Jesse, it's also the day we say good morning and welcome back to... Uh, Chris Jesse from the Kentucky Transportation Cabinet. Uh, are you allowed to be here when it's not snowing? Yeah. You are? They let
3: me out occasionally. Hmm. Okay, well, it just seems... This is my first radio tour since the pandemic, so I'm I'm excited. <laughs> I've been out and about. Wow. And you're always one of my favorite visits. Uh, one of the favorite. I noticed he didn't say the favorite visits. <laughs> you only just go to one? one, one of the, uh, <laughs> the, yeah, <laughs> probably.
0: <laughs> like being my parents' favorite son. <laughs> I have no brothers. Um, good to see you. Well, thanks. You too. Glad that uh, glad that you're here. And I should also, in all seriousness, thank you for uh, being so available to us through the course of the winter. Anytime there are inclement conditions or people are saying, what's the roads like E-Town way? Or what's the roads like this way? I observe a lot of that. And you're part of the machine that helps keep us aware of those things. And it's not an easy job,
3: is it? Oh, no. No. And, uh, you know, it comes with the... the Normal run of complaints and and uh, all of that, you know, uh, but, but, you know, in all fairness, you do the best you can and you have to truck on and then there's no, there's no room to stop really, you know, when stuff like that's going on.
0: Well, I hate to just say uh, winter is over. We won't see any snow, but I, I mean, by the time, by this point and the 10 day forecast looking like it is, I I doubt very seriously we're going to see. Any, you know, weird... If you just us. Precipitation. I said I doubt it.
3: Hey, I went to... Stick. The last time I was at... Y'all mentioned Thunder a minute ago. The last time I was at Thunder, it was sleeting, so... Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Well, that was three years ago, probably, 2 wasn't it?
0: <laughs> or was that 20 years ago? I don't uh, It's been a few. <laughs> so, do you all do an after-action or an after-winter sort of look back and say... You know, it wasn't as bad as the winter of this, or we did better, or we here were our shortcomings, or here's where we want to improve. Looking back on this previous, this past
3: winter, how would you score it? Yeah, you, you kind of do that, especially from a from a from more of an administrative standpoint, as much as anything. Unless we have a parkways closed for two days, I sixty five closed for you know those kinds of things that we had about five six years ago when we had you know uh, some major issues. Then we have a specific uh, after action review but you know on a winter like this one it's typically more of a high level kind of overlook and uh, that that is mostly related to the budgets you know what we spent salt rates applications effectiveness based upon those applications those kinds of things then we'll get together with our crews and go you know hey guys and gals we spent way too much money on salt here we didn't enough there you know and we we just kind of take a look at it from that angle as much as anything in a winter like we've had and we'll evaluate Equipment usage, what we did have, what we didn't have uh, personnel is a hot topic um, you know hopefully the new budget and the raises help out in recruiting and retention. Um, you know you're hearing a lot about that in other areas of state government. Uh, it's a big problem for transportation it hasn't gotten the, the, the coverage that some other places uh, some other you know areas of government have gotten but I mean it's a serious problem for it has been for a while for, for transportation. Why
0: did you all make it snow so much on Thursdays and Fridays? It seemed like there was a lot of uh, my
3: weekends were interrupted until maybe Sunday. Why did you do that? I do not know, but uh, you know the I think the uh, overtime folks uh, appreciated some of that. So, did you pass along? I shared with you one morning. Yes, uh, when it yes.
0: snowed, like it was a midday snow and. I did something different transportation wise and I decided to. I I just, my patterns, what I normally do during during inclement weather change. And so I got, I got messed up in a, in a traffic jam at Bear Creek.
3: Yeah. Nobody raised their hand and said, Hey, I led the radio guy into, 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 into the lair, but, uh, there was about it couldn't it wasn't just me though it was about
0: <laughs> sixty cars that I told you some plow driver just got over in the other lane and it was just almost like he or she were just waving as they went by going follow me to the promised <laughs> land people and pulled us all the way to golf course road and but I, I did say
3: thank brilliant. you to, to Mr Stony out here and, and say mm-hmm. uh, so I'm I'm assuming he passed that along but uh, good I hope so and he I hope, didn't take credit for it uh,
0: well I hope they all get extra raises out of that <laughs> new stuff that's uh, maybe coming coming your way so again thanks to you yeah. and everybody at the transportation cabinet i'm still looking for a chance to see that double plow yeah,
3: yeah I, that, and the tow plows uh, were you know get those out on the parkway we, we we haven't had a whole lot of an opportunity to really use them the fiasco that was on the parkway earlier this year was you know uh the, the cars were stopped, and you can't take a tow plow through. <laughs>
0: yeah, a little hard to do. <laughs> a hard to it's to like do. <laughs> playing Frogger. Yeah, I got it.
3: Uh, I do want to
0: talk about projects that are in the works that yeah. may be impacting us this this season, but the, the real reason that you're here today is to encourage me and Sam and everybody around the campfire this morning that it is um, work zone, safety awareness week uh might might not have gotten the title exactly right but good opportunity to tell us to be aware of uh, people out there doing their job
3: yeah it's one of those things where you know we say and there's no you know we can try to be as clever and as creative in in spreading that message as, as we can be but uh it's really a cliche and it's a real one uh to just slow down uh put the phone down and and that's that's serious business when you're out on the road um you know we we all know to do those things sometimes neglect to do them, um, but we 're out on the road uh you know and, and this is the obvious time of the year where we 're ramping up projects beginning mm-hmm. uh, they'll be mowing they'll be spraying they'll be doing resurfacing work, all the things that you 're going to see as we go through the next few months and get into a new construction season uh, obviously the, one of the I guess the things you 'll notice uh, locally certainly sixty two um, between here and, and Clarkson continues uh, the work um, that's not a big impact to traffic at this point when they start doing some of the switching put pe- folks on the new road a little bit later on in the year uh, that'll impact traffic a little more but uh, the parkway finally getting to resurface some more of that between here and Elizabethtown that's been a big thing um, you know the condition of that pavement has really needed attention for a while and other sections will be getting attention as we go down the road so uh, those are a couple of the highlights that you're going to see here real quick Uh, Again, slow down, you know, look at those speed limit signs. You know, if you're a worker and you're out there, um, you know, you're trying to do your job, but, you know, you're always, you've got one eye on what you're doing, that other eye is drifting over your shoulder, looking what's behind you, what's coming up. And so help if you hear those rumble strips, Uh, they're very audible. Mm -hmm. If you're standing out on the road, I don't know how many people have had a flat tire on the parkway or interstate needed to change it, but you just don't realize the velocity Yep, that a semi goes by you, and you feel that whoosh as it goes by you. It's, it's a big deal, and it's very scary. I'm going to tell you a story, a
0: localized story about that in just a minute. I, as, um, as a group of people, and you included, Chris, that kind of knows about advertising campaigns and successful marketing tools and how to send messaging and create awareness – The transportation cabinet, and maybe they used an agency, I don't know. But I will tell you when – I will tell you the rough period in time when work zone safety became front and center issue to me was the campaign that had the kids saying, slow down, my dad works there, or slow down, my mom works there that when it was the kids talking about their parents going out there that were doing that rubbernecking of always looking over the shoulder to see what harm might be coming their way. That's when it really drove it home for me, and I would hope that my activities and my behavior has been different since then. And I would imagine we all get to that point at different times, and that's why we celebrate this every week is just to create. There are people that you know and love out there working on the roadways and we need to be more considerate
3: yeah and that's you know that's the obvious message uh that we wanted to convey with that uh and and it, it does mean something to personalize that you know we we you know if we don't know somebody we're often uh, you know that that's why social media sometimes there's almost a, a veil that goes in front of that we say things we'll do things there maybe we wouldn't do to person to person and the same thing goes through uh, the work zones, you wouldn't blast through somebody's office uh, <laughs> you know, like that, but we'll go through a work zone. It's, it's really the same case. That's where their workspace is. That's their work office, and, and it needs to be safe for them so they get to go home every night. Last Saturday morning, I believe it was, young Mr. Sam over there had a flat tire. I saw him oh. grinning a few minutes ago. Yeah, yeah no, you mentioned
2: parkway. it, and I was like, oh, no, I never experienced that.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and he was out there when he told me he had a flat tire, and he needed – he was considering changing it. I asked him which side of his car oh, was his yeah. flat, and he said it was the driver's side. I was like, "Oh yeah, you you don't want to do that. You don't want to have your backside out there hanging." in the slow lane and traffic and that uh, as you mentioned the velocity and you could all you have to do to feel it you don't have to be be out in it just stop your car in the emergency lane and sit there for about five (laughs) minutes and see the whoosh that comes i was there for over an hour and it it was
2: it's amazing the the i mean the amount of speed it really puts things into perspective and even when i stood out and i felt like i was kind of like the barrier for the guy who was helping me change the tire, you know, and mm-hmm. it's amazing on the feet.
0: The number of, well, even law enforcement officers, you know, they park differently in order to, for ricochet traffic that mm-hmm. might come by or they spend more, and people, they pull off in the worst places. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. and so it's just all part of the same, same big problem. I did see this, Chris. It said 1,247 crashes in construction and maintenance work zones uh, last year, according to a release, that seven people were killed. And 299 were injured. Now, in 2020, there were 905 with six fatalities and 228 injuries. So my question is this. If you compare that number to 2019, because 2020 is an anomaly. Sure. You know, it's a blip because there were months in 2020 when it felt like I was the only person on the parkway <laughs> every day. But is that number adjusted year to year, or is that is the number from 2021 more alarming than it should be, or how do you measure that?
3: You know, that's, that's, that is that's a difficult question to always put, you know, and we can put theories to it mm-hmm. and thoughts. It's, you know, it's, it's qualitative, not quantitative so much in, in those theories. But, um, you know, we can certainly see those trends change from urban to rural, uh, from four-lane, you know, restricted-access highways like parkways, interstates versus um, – you know, other access roads or just normal state highways. Um, and what we will, again, see is, uh, you know, we, we we talk about our work crews going home and you mentioned that campaign, but, you know, the the, the majority of the injuries, the majority of the fatalities are actually drivers mm-hmm. or those in those vehicles. So, you know, it's it helps us all if you if you do those things because uh you know it, it ends up being motorists many of the times that are injured.
0: I read a story last week or I gave a story last week about some guy in a Camaro on I one sixty five that was fleeing uh in say Ohio County and he got over inside the barriers and decided he was going to flee that way and I thought you knucklehead I've seen <laughs> big canyons in the pavement, you know, where they will dig out certain areas and you drive through there and you may find yourself running into a big
3: big hole in And there. haven't so, you watched the Blues Brothers? Don't you yes, know what's yes, going to happen?
0: So that absolutely could happen. Or, oh, by the way, it reminds me of a question I was going <laughs> to ask you. Cy- let's cycle back to that from the sure. 80s television shows in just a moment. Before you go, we must touch on that. Okay, and before you go, I also must know uh, you touched on the 62 project yes. between Litchfield and Clarkson. And this does drive at safety. That, as we locals call it, the beehive curve Mm -hmm. has, throughout history, been one of the more dangerous sections of roadway in our community for a long time. Sam knows personally there have been other uh, tragic fatalities in that curve, and this project eliminates that chicane through in front of that plant, and now we'll have a direct path on sixty-two more direct path into the midway plaza area when they design highways i assume there's a, a safety improvement quotient that
3: goes into their design sure and, and you know let's let's take a bigger step back and let's just think about the age and the years as they go by and when highways were designed and built most highway paths now i'm not talking about the depth of the the pavement the the, the kind of the more specific parts of that equation, but the the paths were drawn... Uh, they certainly were not drawn for 55, 60 miles an hour. Right. They were drawn around geographical boundaries. They didn't go fill a sinkhole. They went around a sinkhole. They didn't follow you know, this it, creek. It, it, yeah. Property boundaries, those kinds of things. And just over the years, it went from one type of pavement to a bigger type of pavement to a widened type of pavement to what we see today. So that's the evolution of roads. So when they do design new routes now, when we do... Look at that kind of safety improvement now. Uh, you know, the, it's more of a it's more of a look at the geometrics of the road than than there used to be because uh, I mean, new roads just don't get designed that often.
0: Sure, the timeline of the Western Kentucky Parkway project the barrel the barrels are just off the roadway surface now. The uh, educational signs, the reader boards have been stationed. What's the timeline for uh, disruption to traffic on Um, Parkway?
3: A couple of the bridges. So that gets going actually next week. Uh, We'll be reducing it to one lane. um, And you'll have to forgive me. I'm not sure which bridge they're actually doing first. They just changed some of that. I got some information from our engineering staff yesterday about uh, some of those changes. Uh, Rain really put them off last week uh, that they were going to get started. But, uh, you know, where the bridge demolitions are going to take place, um, you know, that's going to be a, a bottleneck point uh, where it's going to be reduced to one lane. There'll have to be, when they take those bridges down, some rolling load blocks or even... Uh, they've, they've proposed some other things, too, that we'll, we'll just have to take a look at in the future. But I'll, I'll let you know um, when we get to those. But next week, there will be some lane closures between here and Town.
0: A lot of locals also probably use 31W in Elizabethtown. Now south of Ring Road, what happened last year north of Ring Road on 31 is happening south down toward the hospital in that area. What's the timeline on that project being finished? You so, know?
3: yeah, that that that's a full uh, year of work again by um, mid-July. Hopefully by July 4th we'll have the section um, from Ring Road South down to the Bypass. Mm-hmm. We'll get that wrapped up. And then further south, down toward the hospital, uh, that should be done by uh, late fall and, and heading into the close of the season into winter. So, all right. Are you still on team
0: roundabout or are you off of team
3: roundabout I'm, now? Are you still, I, I'm on team big roundabout. Okay. <laughs> I do not like team mini roundabout. All right. That's me personally, <laughs> yeah. but uh, roundabouts have a good good fit in certain places and, and where they can be put in. They, you can't argue with the numbers. That's the yeah. one that you don't. You can like I, them or dislike them. I
2: love the one by campus at Western.
3: See, and that, those—that's a big one. That's a biggie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and, and if you grew up in a small town, you are better at
0: roundabouts because most likely you had to drive around a corner. I was going to say you've done them all your yes, life. You just right. don't realize. You just it. take the building out of it. And yeah, you know, I have no idea what this is. <laughs> yeah, and uh, okay, and last question. By the way, thank you for coming. Oh yeah, it's always good to see. you. I love you. this visit. It's do good. you do you have siblings?
3: No, I'm an you're, only you're kid. An
0: only child. By the way, yesterday was only child. It was. All right. Well, I was just curious. Th- this morning, I wanted to know if you had nieces or nephews, if they called you Uncle Jesse. Oh. <laughs> and would you be more like Uncle Jesse from The Dukes of Hazard or Uncle Jesse from Full House? Which? Oh, would you,
3: what uh, a great question! You, Holy cow! You want to save the answer until next visit? Um. Yeah, I could do that, okay. but uh, they don't call me that, but I may have to start a trend, and I'll let you know. I'll just call you. We call him Uncle Sam sometimes, so Uncle Sam, Uncle Jesse. Can I get
0: alone? Shepherd of lost sheep. <laughs> Shepherd of <a-law> lost sheep. <laughs> Thanks, Chris. Good to see you, as always. we got to get to a break. We'll come back. i got more on the way here on In the Know. Oh, I'm a traveler. Oh, I'm a traveler. I couldn't Did you know? The average person speaks 5,000 words per day. Huh. That's the average person. You speak 5,000 words in an hour. <laughs> it does make me wonder if you could put a meter on me. Now, now here's what I have learned about self. Now, by the way, so average 5,000. Mm-hmm. That means some people, a person who doesn't say any words per day mm-hmm. is zero. So you got to have a counterweight to that that would mm-hmm. be 10,000. So there have to be an equal number of those if you want to draw the average, the median at 5,000. I don't know that I talk more hours a day than the average person. I, clear, mm-hmm. I mean, clearly this one I do. But I do think I cram my minutes full of lots of words. Mm-hmm. Like my word, very- my word per minute count has to be super high to give me an above average words per day.
2: It's a fair, fair point,
0: fair point. Seems like someone disagrees. The look on her face is concerning.
2: (laughs) Well, I can't,
1: I can't really decide how I feel.
0: (laughs) You don't know whether to buy my hypothesis or Uh, not? I'm
1: I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, I feel like I'm, I I don't know. I don't, yeah, I don't know. I need to think on that one.
0: Okay. I go stretches where I don't, don't say anything, but then I, when I do converse, I, Use a lot of words. That fair assessment?
1: Yes. And sometimes I stand there or sit there and I just blink. I'm
0: like, (laughs) okay. A new poll says 70% of people want Ken Jennings to be the permanent host of Jeopardy. Seven and ten.
2: And which side are you on?
0: I don't know that I'm in the 70% now, but I am more open. You're not the 30%? I'm not necessarily in the 30%. My mind is currently open to the idea. I like Maya Bialik. Mm -hmm. She she does a fine job. They are working around her shooting schedule for Call Me Cat or whatever the other things that she's doing. There are, uh, she has a staccato to her delivery that sometimes I can't decide with. Most of her, most of most of her responses to a correct response is that is correct. And I can't decide. And like, I don't know if I like that. So she's doing a fine job. I'm not knocking on her, but I'm trying to figure out like, well, which do I like better? I thought he didn't have enough charisma for the job, but I will tell you now that as a historian of the program, as a very successful host of the program, as a consultant for the program, I believe that he has more knowledge and wisdom about the game than maybe anyone. And so, what he might lack in charisma, I think he max- makes up for in other areas. And so, I'm definitely open to the idea of him being the longtime permanent host. So,
2: it seems like they could do a lot worse.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, I, I think so many of us were just saying, well, who's the next Alex? Like there were shoes to fill that said, well, you've got to be – you have to be a a facsimile of Alex Trebek in order for me to like you. Mm -hmm. And I think we're far enough away from that now with multiple guest hosts and the whole Mike Richards fiasco and all that stuff. It's like, okay, Ken will be fine. The job finds the person. The person doesn't find the job. And I think that maybe is what is happening here. But six months ago I would have said, no, Ken Jennings, he's not enough of a star in order to do that. Uh, there's a new list of entries into the Library of Congress National Recording Registry for the year. On Wednesday, the Library of Congress unveiled the 25 songs, albums, and other important historical recordings that will get into the 2022 class. From an, uh, f- the recording registry, the albums include, I'm going to give you the ones that you might recognize, Linda Ronstadt's album, Canciones de Mi Padre. Yeah, so something about her father. Uh, Bonnie Raitt's Nick of Time, A Tribe Called Quest, The Low End Theory, Wu-Tang Clans, Enter the (laughs) Wu-Tang, and Alicia Keys' Songs in a Minor. All right, get those. Now, songs, Ernest Tubbs, Walking the Floor Over You, Nat King Cole's The Christmas Song, Andy Williams' Moon River, the Disneyland Boys' Choir's It's a Small World, Whew. That's a big earworm.
2: Mm-hmm. I don't once, know that I.
0: Once you ride, it's a small. I was going to say I probably know that one, it's, but I couldn't well, tell you. Oh what my it is. goodness! It's I'm already stays,
1: singing it in my head.
0: Well, and now don't, you know.
1: Don't.
0: You that's the one I would have, wouldn't have been <laughs> able to tell you as the Disneyland Boys Choir that recorded that version. But now, when you think Disneyland Boys Choir and you think of the attraction, you go, "Yep, that's it." The Four Tops, Reach Out, I'll Be There. Queen's Bohemian Rhapsody. How
2: is that ju- not in there yet?
0: Journeys Don't Stop Believing. How is
2: that not in there yet?
0: And then Ricky Martin's Living La Vida Loca.
2: What? That's a classic. Classic from the early 2000s, Upside, right?
0: Inside Inside Out, Living La Vida Loca. Living the crazy life? No, I'm sorry. It's, I don't yeah, know. Like so. I don't know if that's worthy or not, but anyway, there's the list. They didn't ask me, so they get to uh, We got to get to a break. We'll come back more on the way here on In and Note. MB's
1: gone, gone, to
0: gone, gone so B's point of ponder for today. Sam, I know you'll have to sit this one out probably. Envy's oh, no. <laughs> point to ponder for today. Aren't egg hunts proof that your kids can find things when they really want to? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Um, where's, my, mm-hmm. where's my, where's my, where's my. Mm-hmm. Now, I will ask you, your husband isn't one of those people, is he? The one that can't seemingly find anything because he won't look. I hope I'm not that person.
1: No, I don't think so. I mean, I, I don't know. How many times in a year? I I mean that you ask me where something is.
0: Okay, but but it's when I do totally ask you, random. Do, I do when I, I do ask you, are you confident that I've already <laughs> at least given? Oh, yeah, some sure. effort.
2: Yeah, I don't think you just sit there and say, "Hey,
1: where yeah.
0: is?"
2: You know the person you should ask about finding things that might be looking for around the house.
0: Be Sheriff Chaffins. Oh yeah, I, yeah. I wasn't here that day to enjoy mm-hmm. that full experience, mm-hmm. but I understand oh, yeah, he has dove- a reputation now of. Uh-huh. that issue
2: he blames he blames lauren
0: but well he needs to be careful about that because i think most people are team lauren
2: i uh, i think you're correct
0: okay um and then another ponderance real quick i just need a simple fair or foul Coldstone creamery has new peeps flavored ice cream for spring foul you say foul sam it's fine. Do you, you i don't say, know what's i mean it, no i didn't say fine yeah, Is it sure. fair or foul fair Okay. Yes. Fair. i mean it's what would be wrong with that? I'll Peaks. call it I'll call it fair, but simply because I know I'm not going to eat it.
1: Oh, well, I mean, if we're going I mean, on that, just, then fine.
2: <laughs> fair to, I mean, ice cream else, Marshall, Marshmallows right. in it. There's this surprised, nothing, yeah. well,
0: I don't know if this surprised me, but I did want to make you aware. A new poll says one in six Wordle players complete their daily puzzle on the toilet.
2: And two in six are lying.
0: So one one in six is what the polls suggest. Uh, on television this evening, there's really not that much to... Um, to get you too excited about. Um, There's no survivor. That was last night. I'm really trying to get there. I have more than your average amount of show prep today. CMT Crossroads, Leanne Rimes and Friends. So it's been, you know, uh, 25 years since Leanne Rimes started her career with that blue. As as she was a teenager. Uh, Carly Pierce, fellow Kentuckian. Ashley McBride, Mickey Guyton, and Brandy Clark join her and sing some of her more famous hits. Um, should also go ahead and tell you, I talked, heard from him just a few minutes ago. So um, Dennis Cook, who was here on Tuesday, scheduled to be tomorrow. Uh, not feeling very – if you watch the show or, or listen to the show on Tuesday, he had a TENS unit for something going on in his back, and that has worsened. And so um, it is unlikely that he will be able to join us tomorrow, but – Uh, I hope that – I certainly hope that he can, but it doesn't sound like he's feeling very well. But uh, we are looking forward to Misty being here tomorrow, and I think – I did not send her this message yet, but my intention was to send her the message to say – Don't you think that the two of us are capable of red crossing (laughs) and Jesusing our way through an hour? And actually, she's going to say yes. So, I
2: think you all could Um, probably go from nine a.m. to nine p.m. I'm pretty only on one one of those
1: topics. topics.
0: We got to get our five thousand words in. Uh, (laughs) For uh, for uh, it's
1: it's
2: been a year for her.
1: (laughs) Listen, talk about somebody that yeah, she she's a high end. What's five thousand times three hundred
2: sixty-five?
0: Not sure. That's a lot of words. She's got. I was told there would be no math. Yeah. Um, and anyway, well, and anyway. here's one of the reasons, Miss Buckles. You have field trip with Leia tomorrow, yes, I and do. so anyway, we'll look forward to see because uh,
1: because I would love to to see Misty. Yeah, but
0: Misty's adventures uh, will be. uh I don't love field trips
2: though.
1: We'll be know, revealing right?
0: tomorrow. Misty's been on a field trip for a year, so yes. we're going to find out about her field trip as well. Uh, so I don't know what's all going to happen on the show tomorrow, but I think that's what makes the show great. You just never quite know what's going to happen. It's like a life, today's chocolates. That's right. Today's highlight in history. This date in 1865, President Lincoln was shot and mortally wounded by John Wilkes Booth at Ford's Theater in Washington. He didn't pass until the 15th. So he was uh, shot. This date in 1865, and then I have a feeling I'll have something to tell you tomorrow about what happened next. In 1828, the first edition of Noah Webster's American Dictionary of the English Language was published. He could have gotten a bunch of the words wrong and none of us would have mm-hmm. known. <laughs> no. The British liner RMS Titanic collided with an iceberg in the North Atlantic this date in 1912. It also didn't sink until the following day mm-hmm. because it was so late on the 14th.
2: Yeah, Leo DiCaprio was on it, right?
0: He was. And that one mean dude, that Billy Zane, he was on it too. Kate
2: Winslet, was that the other one? I
0: she think so. Mention. I get yeah. my Kate's mixed, mixed up. Mm-hmm. Loretta Lynn, the pride of Butcher Holler, is 90 today. Great Kentuckian. Pete Rose is 81. The Hit King. Sam, is Pete Rose an Ohioan?
2: He's a Cincinnatian. Yeah, he's from Cincinnati. He
0: is from Cincinnati, Mm -hmm. or he's just yeah, he's from Cincinnati. That's where he played. And yeah, no, he grew up in Cincinnati. Really, so he's home. I never really Mm -hmm. knew that for sure that Pete Rose Mm -hmm. was a hometown guy. Where did he go? Playing for the Reds. Brad Garrett is sixty-two. Greg Maddox is fifty-six. Anthony uh, Anthony Michael Hall is fifty-four. Adrian Adrian Brody, who is currently starring as Pat Riley on the Lakers show on HBO, Adrian Brody is forty-nine today. Sarah Michelle Gellar is forty-five. Yeah, he went to Western Hills High School in Cincinnati. Wow, that's just that's, that's amazing. A good one-two of course, punch. He of he played for the Phillies for a short period uh-huh. of time. So he's he, a red, though, he okay. didn't play his entire career in Cincinnati, but darn near it. That's a good baseball one-two of Pete Rose and Greg Maddox. Yeah, that's true. I I, I couldn't have told you how old Greg Maddox was. Uh, thought he was a little bit, could have been a little bit older than that, just because he's Which is older he 51? than fifty-one. 56. Fifty six. Oh, wow. Fifty six okay. Maddox is. Let's go to uh Chart Toppers. Let's go to nineteen fifty three. Frankie Lane number one with I believe. A flower grows. You
2: have to let your Uncle Hub know that we're coming for him this weekend. Reds are in LA. We're coming for him.
0: I love LA. I really don't. I mean, I like LA. I don't like the Dodgers, but mm-hmm. So you're a Big Reds fan this weekend? Then. Yes. Yes, I am a Big Reds fan this
2: weekend. Yeah. That you
1: Patsy Klein me. number one in 62.
0: She's got long, you.
1: Just like it used to be. I love this album. The only thing different.
0: I like this section on that Ken Burns documentary on country I've music. When they get to the, to the Patsy Cline era on her story and... How She's it happened mm-hmm. really neat backstory. Mother, Let's go to 1971. There's too many of you Marvin Gaye, number one with "What's Going On." What's going on? Brother, brother, brother. There's far too many of you dying. <laughs> you know it. You've heard it before. It is the night. 1980. Christopher Cross, number one. Ride Like the Wind. This is a version from 2008. It's not the original. So it probably doesn't have Michael McDonald singing the background focus where he goes, Just a long way to go. Got long way to go. I say they covered up Michael McDonald mm-hmm. with some hot sacks.
2: Well, I mean, you can't beat hot sacks. That's
0: true. That's true. Yeah. I highly recommend it. Let's go to 1989. Keith Whitley I'm no stranger to the rain. Big day for Kentucky on shout outs oh. Keith Whitley, Loretta Lynn, Carly <laughs> Pierce
1: Friend,
2: You played some Stapleton earlier
0: Oh yeah, it yeah. have some Stapleton And then we had the two famous Chris's today Chris Jesse, Chris Stapleton uh-huh. got
2: down on One from each left. side of the state mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: And one from each side of the tracks I'll let you decide <laughs> Kiss the Rain. From No Stranger to the Rain. To Kiss the Rain by Billy Myers, number one in ninety-eight. Gym Class Heroes, Cupid's chokehold, uh, Cupid's Chokehold, number one in ninety and oh seven. And Megan Trainer, no, was number one six years ago today. Alright, MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Says, Easter is the only time when it's perfectly safe to put all your eggs in one basket. <laughs> Easter is the only time when it's perfectly safe to put all your eggs in one basket. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Sam Gormley, for B i MB. And now you're in the know.